good. Oh, Sam's got the 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 fisherman look going today. Gordon Biersch. <laughs> hey man, it's me. <laughs> hey. DJ Dickless, what up? <laughs> hey, thanks for joining me. It's good to have you all here today on the Dickless Hour. Hey, so I'm joined, as always, by my producer, <laughs> Rotten Randy, the million-dollar con man. Randy, say what up to the folks at home. Oh, hey, I thought... Uh, I no, thought you were gonna... <laughs> no, you're the guest, stupid. Randy. I thought, I thought Emily was going to say something wild. No, Randy, come on. You know Emily's dead. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know she she mixed up her she mixed up her <laughs> she mixed up her medication and fell asleep driving that bus. All right. So Randy, just tell him, hey. Oh, hey man, good to see you. No. <laughs> my producer, not my guest. <laughs> you guys need to start taking improv classes. I had a whole thing. I thought we were going to get into it, but I mean, yeah, I started after the uh the ash train at bovine had derailed so yeah that's all right well hey guys we're here i took your intro class and it sucked (laughs) my class ruled you just tried to bang me the whole time well uh i technically tried to finger you yeah finger bang finger bang yes oh i see well in that case yes i was trying to finger bang you but this this is like a regional thing because you're trying to play me like a tech deck I was, yeah. I fucking built a ramp and everything. <laughs> I was trying to put trucks on you. <laughs> I was trying to make friends with teens using your ween. Uh, well, yeah, thanks for coming in hot. Hey, man, of course. You know, I'm glad we could uh, immediately throw a gallon of ice water on top of it. That was good. Good work, Becker. Lund, you tried to get in there, but Becker's the producer. He's rotten Randy. I, I was unaware. I'm 420 morning high. Oh, cool. More drug dependency excuses from Becker. What else is new? <laughs> yeah. I told him uh, I started 420 by looking at some YouTube videos about Bicycle Day because uh, I saw a few people talk about it yesterday, 419. And it's an acid. It's an LSD thing, Bicycle Day. You know about yeah, that? it's when the guy who initially synthesized LSD uh, accidentally got high, hopped on his bike, had a great ride, and then, he slathered uh, his bicycle in LSD. He, he sprayed. did. Yeah, and then he drove. He did laps around that uh, school and got all the kids high, and they rebelled, and they <laughs> yeah, ate the, their teachers. The sprinklers were on, and <laughs> yeah. so he, he got blasted, and then, uh, yeah, the kids were all around twirling and twirling as the sprinkler water doused them with consciousness. It was like and that it was, scene in The Simpsons where they're wearing uniforms, and then they get wet. And they're all, all of a sudden, they're like kaleidoscopic and psychedelic. And writhing. Yeah, a lot of writhing. Incense and peppermint starts playing. I didn't think about it till now, but in those videos, it mentions, you know, it was 1943, Switzerland, which I guess, you know, not occupied, but uh, they, the World War II was happening. Uh, there was a global war, and this dude trips on LSD for the first time. <laughs> Not a, not the ideal time in history to uh, experience such a, such a powerful drug is while they while the Holocaust is in full swing. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a real heavy trip. Yeah, you're considering not only all this shit about uh, life and death, but the fact that death is uh, right around your corner, and your allegiance to uh, neutrality is precarious at best. I mean. 
you're, you know, 500 yards away from uh, the, the Nazi empire knocking on your back window and saying, hey, let me get a piece of pie. Let me get a glass of milk, Switzerland. I missed all of that because my computer was about to die. But it sounds like you guys were getting to the bottom of something, and I'm glad you did. Well, Randy, Nasty Randy finally showed up. Becker <laughs> shook off hey. the cobwebs. <laughs> oh, cool. He put his improv hat on? That's right. Well, I like that you threw it to him first. I mean, I guess the producer thing was supposed to be a clue. Yeah, that was a real little small breadcrumb <laughs> that I left. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I was so high, I just heard Randy. I didn't even pick up on producer. Becker was like, I'm not Randy, therefore I'm tuning out. He's like, I'm not Randy, but I am horny, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I genuinely did think, like, the way you were looking up, I thought Emmy was about to jump on and say something real fun. No, Pull she was it. home for 10 minutes. She watched me eat a bunch of yogurt and chickpeas. She shook her head. <laughs> she, kicked, she kicked Gordy in the side real hard, told us both we were losers, and left. <laughs> the way you were gesturing to your side, I thought you were picking up Gordy. So that was why I hesitated at first. So you thought Gordy would... learned to talk. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to grab him and then show him to us and do a voice for him that would probably be Filipino because of uh, yesterday's episode. You'd ride that Filipino wave and uh, butcher Tagala, and uh, we would be on our way on uh, to the races. No, man, to the racists were a big hit. No, I mean, it is 420, <laughs> and I hope you guys are celebrating. I'm celebrating the same way I do every 420 by putting on a, uh, you know, a long duster jacket and uh, intimidating dorks. That's what I do. Okay. I went down... I went down to the roller rink wearing my long duster and sunglasses, and I said, hey, do you believe in God? Your seven-dust duster. <laughs> the, believe in God? You want to kiss him right now? I can make True 303, 420? Yeah, exactly. You know. How weird that, uh, I mean, is it an example of how uh, deliberate the media can, turn, can twist the story? that they concocted this whole narrative that the two of them were not only goth, but like a part of a goth death cult. And they were like smiley, happy kids until like the day before that shit went down. They were like button up shirt, doing their hair, trying to get yeah. laid. Every day of their life, they shopped at Spencer's gifts. And then the day before they shot all those kids, they went to hot topic. That's what happened. <laughs> one, one, one receipt in the bedroom for some dusters and some black nail polish. And then they were like, how many times did they pray that Marilyn Manson would kill the president? Right. Did you see the receipts they had that they found on their persons? It was like Hot Topic, uh, Claire's for black nail polish, and then Dick's Sporting Goods for seven ARs. <laughs> no. It was all at Park Meadows. That was opening Whoa. weekend at Park Meadows Mall. Becker, you remember that. I did not remember the mall details or the receipts, but I, I, I was in the third grade. Yeah, okay. So I was uh, four <laughs> years old or whatever, because you're old and I'm young. <laughs> now, yeah. you, guys are, you guys are right by each other, right? Shut up. <laughs> oh, I forgot. You're rebranding. You're rebranding as 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> young YA genius. <laughs> this, kid, this kid's tearing up the scene in the YA <laughs> department. <laughs> Yeah, I've been learning a bunch of new slang from our roommate Katerina, and I've been trying to use it. It's not going well. What's uh, your favorite new one? 
Yeah. Well, I was going to say, what has she explained cap versus no cap versus cape? Yeah. So a cape is what heroes <laughs> wear, like Dylan and Eric. Um, <laughs> a duster can be a cape. <laughs> yeah, if they just would have tied the arms around their neck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they had no cap. I'll tell you that, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I like live dead or live on. That's that's a new one. I don't know what it means, but I've been saying it a lot. That's a good move. No, yeah. that's terrible. You better figure it out before you blow it. Hey, man, rip. <laughs> R.I.P.? On period. Mm. Listen to this. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> there better be a T at the end of that period. There's a question mark at the end of that one. <laughs> Would you like to know more? <laughs> yeah, what's the song, period? I think that means, you know, like, on period, man, I'm serious. Okay. <laughs> I literally don't know. She, if she yeah. She's upstairs right now. She should come down and tell us all the cool slang. Well, no, you got you to gotta talk to her off pod and then come in with the uh, info. I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you already dedicate uh, an hour to this program one to four times a month. Yeah, man. I mean, it's tough to figure out our busy schedules. I'm ready. I uh, You hit the ground running. You started getting booked left and right uh, right away, which is good. I'm glad that you were able to do that. Well, it's just because there's an airport within four hours of me, so I can do that. <laughs> Well, I'm saying also, uh, you got a little heat going. It's not like people are banging down my front door. They would if you would just put it out like, hey, it's me, Nate Lund. Let's get with it. I'm going to hit up uh, New Mexico real hard. They're going to know my first and last name. Albuquerque, Santa Fe, Alamo Gordo, Chacon. What if if you became the king of New Mexico comedy? Well, Carlos Medina has uh, got a dominant foothold. But I think I could maybe uh, flank him, you know, so maybe avoid Santa Fe, Albuquerque at first, but go around a very Hitler-esque move. I'm going to go out and around into the countryside, gather momentum, and dominate uh, along the border of New Mexico, East, Clayton. Yeah, Cortez. Yeah, South. And then uh, maybe swing into Arizona, hit up Gilbert, Arizona, take that down. (laughs) <laughs> you should book Clayton again. Remember that show? Is Jerry Phillips alive or dead? He is. He is. He, he gave. He left a review of my book. Oh, sick. Yeah, and it was his face, and I was like, "Whoa, Jerry, you're alive, man!" <laughs> Drinking plenty of that Clayton water keeps you young. <laughs> what a mutant he was! But he was nice to us. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I hung out with Cam last night down here. They came down for the Trinidad Lounge opening. Whoa, humble brag. Cam came down, and we were reliving stuff. He what did lo- Cam have to say? Now, tell tell everyone at home who Cam is. Cam Has anybody is- seen Deadpool? <laughs> oh, yeah, he got his look ripped off. Yeah. In Deadpool. Oh, by TJ Miller? Yeah, yeah he, he did a full Cam. It's not full the first cam, time, not the first time he's taken without asking, from what I've been told. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're the one who opens for him. <laughs> Uh, yeah he was a victim of identity theft 
<laughs> he looks just like Deadpool. <laughs> he does, yeah. And uh, Cam's a burn all, victim that we hang all, out with. Yeah, he's all scarred up. <laughs> yeah. He fell asleep smoking in bed and survived barely. Uh, no, he, uh, <laughs> he, used, he used to manage the comedy work. He's been a uh, bartender for years and years at some of Denver's most beloved bars and taverns. Squire, yeah, he's, you, if you if you go into the Squire or the Matchbox and ask for Cam, tell him Lund sent you, and he'll give you a real stiff drink. Cam's been around so long. It for you know it was Andrew and Aaron behind the bar at the Squire, and then it was Cam and Aaron or Cam yeah. and Andrew behind the bar mm-hmm. at the Squire. That feels like two lifetimes ago. Uh, rest in peace, Aaron. She passed away, and somehow Cam is like looking as young as ever. He looks. Speaking of twenty five, he could rebrand, rebrand at any time. Now I, like I saw him recently, and, and I did not think that he looked that young. <laughs> well, he, think, he thinks he looks young. <laughs> I know he look. He doesn't look forty. He doesn't look thirty nine. No, he doesn't. He's you beautiful. Thirty nine. You look forty two. He looks thirty two. I do. I'm the youngest one on this podcast. I'm only twenty three, but I look like the oldest one. <laughs> You're the youngest one in curls. Yeah, it's crazy to only be like twenty one on this podcast with a bunch of old guys You're trying Maggie to keep up Sim- with your references. You're Maggie Simpson over here. Uh, <laughs> still very much in the oral stage. Uh, but My yeah, friend, Cam Cam said he if he wrote a book, a bunch of it would be about the the time he went on tour with us. That was how important those three weeks were and i was like man most of those shows sucked and but that he was right <laughs> anyway he, the most of those shows sucked but it was still like the best time of our lives yeah he should write a book and i could put it out of my new publishing company too big to fail press oh hell yeah make him make him do it no i mean i don't know dude i don't want to twist anyone's arm into doing something that's really hard that's why i never ask anyone to do anal with me because <laughs> my butt's dirty Oh yeah, you're never done pooping. I'm not, dude. It's just like I put it on pause. It's on period for a minute, <laughs> and then but it's yeah, like that, live on. But there is a question mark. <laughs> yeah, is, am I done pooping? Probably not. So, who had the first cold tasty at the Trinidad Lounge? They shared a picture. It was a couple that I think came down from Denver. I think they were friends of uh, Kurt and Suzanne, the owners. So a couple of old but, deadbeats got the first no, tasty? No, no, no. They, <laughs> they're both 21. Uh, they're young upstarts. Curtains like me. Up. I'll be 21 next year. Yeah, you get <laughs> <laughs> You're aging in reverse. Minute by minute, you're losing time. <laughs> Your skin is regenerating. <laughs> uh yeah, I didn't know them though. It wasn't uh, it wasn't Cam and Michelle. They weren't first in the door, but they were came down. Bunch of cool looking people hanging out in there. It was ideal for me because uh, they had to they capped it at like fifty or sixty people, and it's a pretty big bar. So like, you didn't have people shoulder to shoulder, you know, bumping into each other, spilling cranberry juice on your shirt. Well, you had a bunch of guys and girls in there dressed like they were in the Lumineers. You know, you just had a bunch of Nathaniel Rateliffs in there. And then you had old Sid. You had London there wearing cut-off shorts and a shirt that says, Who farted? On the back it says, It was me the whole time. (laughs) So H-O-L-E. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So so how was it being in there surrounded by the uh, the young and the restless, Nathan? Uh, I was good. It was good feel. That's a it's a cool looking bar. They did they didn't change a whole lot. They just kind of cleaned it up. It's been closed for a long time. 
and uh, they had a couple of country western singers coming through. That's why I've got a little bit of twang myself. Uh, they came rolling through on the old steel horse. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how everyone uh, who was into punk rock, as soon as they turned 35, which I'll be in, what, 15 years now. <laughs> uh as soon as they turn 35 they just get into western swing it's very bizarre that phenomenon and it's it's worldwide you slow down a little bit you put away the switchblade you pick up a, a comb and you start greasing your hair back and walking with your feet pointed eastward and westward yeah a lot of them get a cane like they get weird mm. affectations like they'll get like a, a pocket watch like cam has that necklace with a bear tooth on it or whatever yeah, no, it's yeah, it's well, it's a bare head, I think. Okay, well, either way, uh, if it wasn't Cam, it'd be trying too hard. <laughs> yeah, it makes it look uh, effortless. Well, the difference is, uh, you know, there's the people that gravitate towards it, and there's the people that uh, grab it, you know, that like steal it uh, from uh, from others, from the creators, or from the uh, natural adopters. I don't know. You know, it's there's fun a when white people appropriate other white cultures. That's how yeah. desperate white people are for an identity. Is there? Give like, me. Hey, I'm a cowboy now. <laughs> I like that. Uh, what, page, what page in the catalog did you order that from? That's a nice yeah. getup. It's like I turned 38, and guess what? Now I look like a truck driver in the 70s. That's who I'm going to be. I liked the idea of trucker hats until they exploded because uh, most hats I just sweat right through them because you know uh, it's getting hot up there. And then the ventilation from the trucker back half, it was like, oh, this is perfection. This is science uh advancing in real time and then ashton kutcher was like hey i'm trucker hat guy and they had him at <laughs> at every uh asshole you know abercrombie and fitch store that you could uh throw a dime at yeah it's and like so, hey dude where's my personality oh yeah, it's a trucker it's, hat it's right here yeah <laughs> this this plaid front mesh back it's been this Von Dutch hat the whole time. Von Dutch. I couldn't think of it. I thought of Hollister, American Eagle. I bet uh, you did because they had little boys in the ads. That's Abercrombie. why they were on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> Their mannequins had nipples. They did, yeah. Oh, man, I was in the Nike store in Chicago uh, last week. They got Ooh. some big old thick mannequins in there. Oh, my God. I want to know the original butt that sat in that plaster because I'd, I'd like to buy it a saddle and take it around the ranch. <laughs> it's Damn. crazy. Check on the crops. Did you get yeah. any kicks? No, I didn't, dude. I went in there. Um, I was with Donnie Townsend, and I thought how funny it would be if we had matching sweatsuits for our run of shows. <laughs> so I was in there, and I was like, let's get, let's get sweatsuits, Donnie. And he was like, you got it, big cat. You know, <laughs> he talks like Rotten Randy. Um, <laughs> I hoped Randy would have talked. And then we get in there, and we're looking at stuff, and they don't have any of my size. And I asked the the young fly guy, I was like, hey, you guys have four X's? And he's like, on the shelves? No way. You got to get that <laughs> stuff through the website. And then he did a break dance. <laughs> so they sent me to Destination XL is literally what they did. <laughs> and then they laughed at you because uh, they don't have four XL. Well, they don't. And also, you have to be 18 to shop at Destination XL. And I'm not there yet. Um, I have this fake ID but it's not working your, very well does your 19 and a half yeah no i mean i as a 17 year old almost 18 <laughs> like you know i just i wanted to get some clothes for the big guy i have this i have this sadie hawkins dance i'm going to next week 
why you have what three at least two sweatsuits and then you don't bring either of them and you say to donnie you know what we need are two more sweatsuits <laughs> well one for you and a fourth for me because i can't stop yeah i'm addicted to spending <laughs> i remember my dad gave when he gave me my allowance last week he was like <laughs> do whatever you want with this you know just don't spend it on anything smart so um when i do get my permit uh in a couple weeks i think i'm probably gonna save up to get a car or something (laughs) uh and donnie didn't want to get one so that you guys could match next time he just uh skipped it i wasn't gonna buy him a sweatsuit just to have so he could have a sweatsuit he's not ready for that lifestyle you wanted yeah you wanted to turn heads Everywhere you went for those five days in the Midwest. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted people to be like in the ZZ Top video. I wanted us to walk by and they'd go. You wanted, <laughs> you wanted fire hydrants to uh, explode <laughs> yeah. and just gush water everywhere into the street. I wanted every two liter we walked by to explode. <laughs> Glass coffee pots shattering uh, as you walk by the appliance. Yeah, just dogs start barking. (laughs) Becker, I did not buy any shoes. I gave up on cool shoes, Becker. I'm done with that game. You had great shoes, though. Yeah, I know, but now I'm getting like Adidas all-white $40 walking shoes. They're the most comfortable shoe. I'm in them for life now. Hell yeah. Yeah, I I did maybe like four pairs of Adidas in a row because I liked liked what what I was getting. And I'll probably get another pair. White shoes are tough, man. You can't go anywhere in them. You're never going to trip over your own feet out and about. Yeah, right. Well, Well, now that you've quit drinking, you should be good. I'm more aware. Yeah, the odds. (laughs) But, you know, I'm walking my dogs. I guess I'd have to only wear them if I'm walking or if I'm driving somewhere. What, I got to vacuum the floor of my car just to put these honkers on? Come on. Well, I mean, when Lund was drinking, it wasn't like he was his mode of locomotion was somersaults. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't doing new cool moves every day. He just had his he had a necklace slump, and he'd walk into places and go, bup, 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 and they'd be like, "You got it, Nathan. You want relish on that?" And he'd be like, bup, 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 and they'd be like "Coming right up." <laughs> uh, man, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like the the black Adidas because, uh, you know, you wear them on stage, wear a dark shoe on stage. But you were going with, like, bright white, and then you got size 15 and a half wides down there. Yeah, and then I wear shorts. I break every rule. Just I'm the bad boy of comedy. <laughs> black sneakers are un-American. It's because I don't know any better, man, you know? That's the beauty of being in eighth grade is, like, I haven't figured out White sneakers uh, with shorts, yeah, I guess is a move. Black, uh, black uh, shorts and then black shoes just makes me think of Beavis and Butthead every time. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a Beavis and Butthead look. Uh, they started it. <laughs> Other white people appropriated it. <laughs> now Beavis Bert. and Butthead were white, right? Yeah. Okay, my mom won't let me watch those shows. Butthead, I think Butthead might have been Mediterranean. I never Mediterranean I didn't like. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Thank you. You better go Becker, subterranean with that shit. So how are you guys celebrating this, the holiest of holidays for, for your subculture? 
Uh, I got up pretty uh, early and then got kind of stoned and went over to Jay's uh, recording space and got very stoned for Cougar Morning Show. Okay. And then uh, his his wife also got off for lunch, so they decided they were going to have lunch. So I came home to take a break before more getting high action. And uh, then we decided to podcast. This all this all filled my day out nice. Perfect. Yeah, my wife got off for lunch, and then I got her off at lunch. I don't know if you guys heard about that. You were nice. Too. I'm kidding. She had a salad. You had a different salad, more of a savory. Oh, yeah. There was lots of peppercorns in there. Nuts. <laughs> Grind them up. <laughs> So, I mean, Becker, have you been imbibing more than you typically would? Or is this another day in your greasy office? <laughs> uh, it's just another day in my greasy office. It'd be, it'd be a real shit show for me to consume more than I normally would. Right. You've raised the bar yeah. to the ceiling. So there's no performative doubling of uh, this habit because that would just be, it would just be inefficient uh, on a yeah, like if I were drinking as much as I got high, people would be very concerned. Mm-hmm. People would be like, Cam, put down the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, Cam's good. He was able to talk to me the, all night last night. That's not, that's not a high bar. Well, no, let me finish. Let me finish. I didn't start desperately wanting to get the hell out of there because he could still, you know, he didn't repeat himself every 10 seconds like people start to do after midnight. Yeah. He was still coming up with some good stuff. You know what I mean? He's uh, well, he's like Becker. You know, you watch what he puts in and it's like, okay, he's going to be a complete uh, waste of uh, oxygen and carbon di- <laughs> dioxide. <laughs> But no, they make it work. And yeah, I, yeah, I have I haven't uh I haven't gotten high before like nightfall in a while cuz I just haven't wanted to go out and about as much. Uh I fell out of practice and so then, you know, it, all of a sudden you can't like go do anything high because you're afraid that you're going to forget how to form words with your mouth. So, I I've been keeping it mostly at home at the end of the night. So, this has been Slightly different for me, a blast from the past. Well, I'm happy for you guys, man. I, uh, I've just been taking spoonfuls of curry powder to try and get back <laughs> into the spirit, and it's not going well, honestly. It's actually a nightmare. <laughs> Put that shit on some rice. Well, I had my usual lunch of yogurt with chickpeas and cucumber and dill and onion, and I ate it in front of Katerina, and she said, gag me with a spoon, Motorola, and then she left. <laughs> <laughs> she said hello mojo <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> she she's like chirp me and then she left remember when that was supposed to be the future was those fucking Man. like walkie talkies yeah those, those yeah, things fucking rocked yeah what'd they rock about uh selling drugs in a mountain canyon and being able to keep tabs on where cops were at any time Okay, so yeah, that's a really small market, though. If you're a fucking meth salesman who lives in a mine, if you're if you're living in the bottom <laughs> of a well and still trying to sell teeners, of course, that was perfect. Or a meth salesman in like a regular apartment complex. Because what, what what's the thinking behind that? They're not saving your data. No, it's faster. You don't 
there's no call. There's a voice all of a sudden in the room. Huh? It's, it's like a walkie talkie. Like you don't answer the chirp. The chirp just would come. So you'd be driving and all of a sudden somebody would be like, slow the fuck down. There's three cops up on the corner. Because this was when you were in Dukes of Hazard, I forgot. When you were working in teams, moving drugs and convoys. <laughs> yeah, there were like four, four of, no, like four of us had them. Me, Litherland, Geike. Who else? Somebody else had one. Oh, uh, wait, Jared who had Johnson. Them? Me, Litherland, Geike, and Jerry Johnson had them. We were dumping them out all the time and chirping them. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> what, I, uh, what was the company? Nextel? Ne- Nextel. Okay, and I still technically I have that Sherp service because I haven't canceled my Nextel contract because I get a ridiculous phone agreement. Damn, can you chirp me right now? <laughs> I don't think so, but I do get... Because like, you don't I have my a, number. No, but I get a coded like <laughs> five, six-digit number for my Chirp every time I renew my service. But I don't know what I could do with it. The, the other person has to have that same service to do the walkie-talkie thing, right? Yeah. To chirp it. Yeah. So, Sam, uh, back to the drawing board. Time has passed you by once again. Well, my parents said that when I turn 10, I can get a phone. (laughs) 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 You can go a whole whole school year without getting in a fight. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as I have one week without wetting the bed, I can get a phone. (laughs) Were you guys bedwetters? No. No. I pissed the bed once when I was like 13. It was the first time I ever pissed the bed. (laughs) This is a premonition I had of what's going to happen in three years. But I remember I pissed the bed and I went out. I woke up for school and I was like, what the fuck is this? I had a dream that I was swimming. And I was like, I remember it clear as day. I had a dream that I was swimming and I was like, oh, cool. I can pee in here. And then I woke up and I was soaked in piss. And I just went downstairs in my soaked undies and I was like, my mom and dad were making breakfast. And I was like, I, I peed the bed. <laughs> and my dad, you know, peeked over his sunglasses. My mom's hat spun around. <laughs> and they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, I guess I peed the bed. <laughs> and they were like, this is, this is insane. And then no one was mad. It was just more of like, you know. Oh, yeah. Everybody's intrigued. <laughs> yeah. They were like, what? Okay, let's go check it out. So then I just remember my dad and my mom and my sister standing in my room being like, yep. Indeed, that's that's piss. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure you've mentioned how you had the fridge. There was no no bottles of water in there, so I'm sure everybody could see exactly where this piss had gone. Oh, the foam. That well, was yeah, involved. I mean, they were just glad that I didn't piss in a two liter and hide it under the bed like I usually did. <laughs> Dude, I stole your move. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. A couple couple mornings ago, I had to I whizzed into a jar in the kitchen, and wow. uh, pretty wild. But you know, uh, I I had to do it this time because there were other times. Because you know, uh, in our old place, in this place, we got one bathroom, and on the rare occasion that Megan and I both wake up in the middle of the night and have to go to the bathroom, when the thunder I'm rolls, I'm letting her go in there because uh, you know. I, I I swore a vow uh, of love and commitment, so I'm letting her go to the bathroom, and then I have to pee so bad, and I'm just waiting. And you used to live right behind me in in that courtyard, and you would whiz in the courtyard. A lot of people would just be like, "Oh yeah, I can just whiz in the courtyard." And it's like there's 20 windows facing into that courtyard that somebody can look out of at any time. That's why I did it. 
and see you. Well, yeah, you were getting off on the publicity on the. You the, thought that was urine. That was just a stream of jizz. <laughs> yeah, you were getting. You were. You liked putting on a show. I didn't like the idea of that being how some of my neighbors finally see me. Is like, oh, I can hear pissing, and then they figure it's a dog. But no, it's a man. It's a person. Well, because you do it on all fours. I never did that. Uh, never went out there. But there was a time where I held it. And I'm just dying. I'm just in. I'm walking around. I'm waiting for Megan to get out of there. And I'm like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna piss my pants awake, not even have the the cover of <laughs> of sleep. And uh, so this time I was like, fuck it. I'm not uh, I'm not doing that again. So we had an empty juice jug, glass, uh, and uh, I peed into that. Almost filled it up, so I had to dump it in the sink halfway through, and then and then peed some more. And uh, was done and back in bed before Megan, you know, had wiped her ass. So uh, I'm going to count it as a win. That's a huge win for men all over. But yeah, put your dick in a jar if you need to. Come on, I didn't cut it. You know, it was glass. It was smooth. Uh, welcomed me in. <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards, Megan was concerned because this was a 32-ounce uh, glass jar. And I told her how I had to dump it halfway through. And she was like, how much did you pay? <laughs> She was like concerned. Uh, Sam, you were not because you've tested the limits of uh, how much a human can pee. Well, my first question when you hit me with this salacious story was <laughs> why didn't you pee in the sink in the kitchen? And you said it's because the sink was too high. It's too tall. It's uh, Becker knows it's a tall sink. I mean, I've been there too. I've seen the sink. Oh, yeah. You've, been in, you've peed for- in the sink. I forgot you were four <laughs> foot ten because it's just funny Come to think on. of you being like, eh. <laughs> uh, like uppying yourself and standing on a standing on an apple box to pee in your own sink your undies are down around your knees there's the kitchen window goes right onto the porch so that wouldn't have been a great move it would have been fine i i mean if i'm in a hotel room by myself first thing i'll do is pee in the sink i love it god I love peeing in the sink, man. I don't know what it is, but it's just like it's like a sweetest taboo for me. Yeah, it's that you love breaking the rules. I love breaking all the rules. <laughs> yeah, any rule. Total bad matter. boy. Uh, yeah, if it's, if, it's, if it's a rule, I'll shatter it. You like to act out. <laughs> and then everyone will copy me. <laughs> it's all, Well, I was going to say you like peeing into a, a, into a, a full-length mirror, but that is a move. Sometimes that is a... On the toilet is a big old mirror, and it's like, who the hell decided? Yeah, I want to see my dick every time I piss. I want. I see, hate catching I myself. From the front. I hate catching myself pooping, <laughs> especially if oh, I'm yeah, nude. The, the mirror on the back of the door, yeah. It just was like a man made of donut holes is fucking pooping out <laughs> more custard. It sucks. <laughs> somebody, I always think of uh, somebody who like killed some people and in an article about him there was a picture of him on the toilet and it was like his hulking frame you know and i was like why are they doing this to him <laughs> he's all, he's already been through some shit you know and and uh decided to to kill some people and then also here's a picture of him <laughs> on the toilet looking fat as hell was he giving a thumbs up no he was like I don't think he wanted his picture taken, surprisingly enough, because he was on the toilet. I think it might have been during a party. That's and so, you know, only, he's like, get out of here. That's the only boundary I have is I never want Emily. I don't want anyone to come in the bathroom while I'm in there. Oh, yeah. That's a, it's an interesting move to have the open door policy. I hate it. 
Yeah, I'd rather skip it. Uh, I've had uh, open door and closed door with uh, various partners over the years. I prefer the closed door. You know, yeah, let's keep it separate. Let's share everything else. No one should have to see what I'm doing in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I turn the lights off. I shatter all the mirrors. <laughs> I put a blindfold on. No one should be privy to what I do in the privy. It sucks. You bird box it. You're like, nobody look or else you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be forever, Jane. You'll see your 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 worst fear. Yeah, you'll know the date of your own death. Because <laughs> it's really horrific what I do in there often. I've also been eating Metamucil now. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Owe me another roll of toilet paper because I'm mowing through them. <laughs> damn it. Why are you taking it? Because I really want to see what I can do. I like testing the limits. <laughs> I want to know like what lies beneath because there's got to be just there's got to be 30 to 50 pounds of feces inside of me. Well, yeah, that is a thing that people are are trying to avoid is the backup, the just the natural backing up that can happen if you don't blast that shit out of there hard. I've been eating it for three days, three spoonfuls a day, and I have I've yet to really pop the cork on whatever. Oh, no. Yeah, so when it comes, man, there's a countdown clock in the corner of the screen, and you've got 20 minutes. <laughs> like, if if it happened, well, if I had the urge right now, I would take the toilet into the bathroom and we continue the episode. Yeah, I, get you the guys toilet out of the backyard, bring it into the bathroom where it belongs. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. <laughs> to the extreme, brought a toilet into the, your shared backyard area. It might weigh as much as my niece does right now, and she's a year old. Oh, uh, yeah. She's we, exactly, uh, I'm exactly five years older than she is. <laughs> You're an uncle, you got an uncle cousin situation. Going on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm five. Uh, <laughs> you, barely, you barely use the toilet, but when you do, you want it to count. <laughs> you got shapes to learn. it's gonna be nuts though like i'm gonna have to call you guys when it does go down oh yeah for sure document it emily has begged me to stop (laughs) the last thing she said before she went to bed last night before the sweet release of sleep took her was say maybe don't eat the metamucil tomorrow huh honey and i was like i have to (laughs) i can't fucking breathe uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. We broke Becker. <laughs> He's never heard a five-year-old be so funny. <laughs> Not on purpose. Yeah. I don't know what they're saying half the time. <laughs> yeah. Emmy's very serious about this Metamucil situation. She's scared. Right. I think she's but jealous. Maybe it will uh, result eventually in uh, less damage in the bathroom you know like you get some of that out of there and then your farts aren't as uh you know awful smelling your shits aren't as uh nightmare inducing well you've because you your old apartment in denver the bathroom was connected to your bedroom oh yeah we'd be laying in bed watching old wrestling videos and then i'd be like hey i have to go brush my teeth and (laughs) wink at you and then i'd be in there pooping it my poops don't smell that bad that's the interesting thing you you claim this 
And you, there's so many people that can tell you otherwise, and you refuse <laughs> to listen. Smells so bad. Yeah, what do you special, know? A special I've bad. I've in a car with you before. I didn't shit in the car, Becker. <laughs> oh, so only your farts stink, and you don't fart when you shit. I don't fart when I shit. <laughs> I don't cross the streams. <laughs> he has several holes down there. One for farting. One for shitting. Yeah, He's I'm like a duck. Like yeah, that's no, right. A duck, a duck has one hole for everything. You have every the duck. opposite. You have specialized, <laughs> not every you have duck. specialized holes. Look, my mommy bought me a book that has <laughs> ducks in it, and it, I just learned to read it because I'm only four. I'm running out of years here. You can be crawled in a womb by the end of this. <laughs> I'm gonna ride a Roomba. <laughs> I got this niece, and she opened up all of her first year birthday presents, and she just kept crawling in the bag in the box, and it was the best thing ever. Oh, uh, yeah, she's like a cat. She's got a cat oh, brain. God, she would just growl at me. Here's the thing about her. She would just go, uh, and I couldn't tell if she was going to smile or cry. She would just look at me from across the hall and start crying. I, she did not care for me. Oh. But then the last day I was there, I really forced myself on her, and uh, <laughs> I fed her a bottle and sang to her, and she fell asleep, and I was like, yes, I've done it. And then I went to pull the bottle away and she woke up and looked at me and started screaming. So it was, it was, it was the worst. <laughs> yeah. You should have handed her off immediately and counted it as a win, but you were like, Oh, I got to cherish it. And you overstayed your welcome. Yeah. I mean, I did for sure. My first, uh, my nephew's first birthday party, I kept a respectable distance because mom and dad, Hey, they're cool. I've heard their voices. I've seen their faces for every day for the last year uh so they're you know cool in my little book <laughs> that's one page long and then i'm over there you know i can't come on strong i can't uh you know hold this kid uh i think i tried maybe like the third day i was like let me try to hold him of course immediately he thinks he's being uh, kidnapped <laughs> thinks he's uh, never gonna see mom and dad again he's about to be swallowed whole yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah and i'm i'm smiling at him and saying it's okay yeah i gotta trust issue. that <laughs> yeah i have my mask on i have my orange hat on i have my glasses i look like i'm some kind of i'm, a, I'm gonna eat her dreams and then i'll be like hey susu it's me and she's like, ah, ah. she just shits and throws up at the same time which i've done and it's not as much fun as it sounds <laughs> uh have you guys ever experimented with metamucil or any kind of fiber supplement yeah i love that fucking horse makes it hard to poop okay cool so yours was uh, drug induced so that's going in, that's going into the cart at the walgreens is metamucil yeah uh some cute some cotton swabs yeah if you ever see somebody just buying metamucil and tinfoil they're they're having a time <laughs> interesting <laughs> they gotta wrap that burrito to go <laughs> <laughs> but just, yeah, you, you should be feeling it already have you been eating any like leafy greens oh yeah i'm eating uh you know no actually i have not <laughs> I, I had half a cucumber today and i'm like yeah i'm gonna live forever but yeah no i also just, was on the road for a week just doing whatever i wanted Eating, uh, do you have any White Castle? I did not have White Castle, actually. I did oh, have Taco Bell. Yeah. How far are we from the closest one, Nathan? 
I know where the, the closest one is in Brit, Iowa, where the Hobo Festival is. I know that. <laughs> okay. Because remember, Nathan, when we drove out with Abby Jordan to Chicago? Yes. We Googled it and we went to that White Castle. And that's where all those great White Castle jokes came from. No, no, no. We were still, we were in Illinois. No, no, mister. I remember because I was the one doing all the work as usual. Because I was driving? You weren't driving. Okay. Stefan drove. Oh, yeah. So I was uh, riffing. Yeah, you were like, hey, Abby, look at this cool thing I can do. Hey, Abby, look at me. She I'm with the shotgun. C- she didn't come back with us. I know. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> she was thinking of all the White Castle talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Okay, well, there's a bunch of them in Chicago. And then none Correct. between Chicago and Iowa? That seems dumb. So Iowa's closer than uh, to us than Chicago is, believe it or not. I'm saying we looked it up on the way back. We could have the way back to Denver. We could have gotten them in Chicago. We did not. We didn't. We really savored it. Then we had to drive six hours. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, we're not getting paid for this. Cool. (laughs) Why did we drive out here to do the show for eight people?" Uh oh yeah, the Mo Welch show. Did we do one show? We drove fifteen hours. We were like two beers with Nathan from the Patreon. We were. Yeah, shout out to two beers with Nathan. Only that was when we were fucking two cases with Nathan. Yeah, two crave cases, please. One for each of us. Uh, yeah. Yes, cheese, no napkins. <laughs> I'm going to be able to... This dump I'm about to take is going to fill up a crave case. Are you feeling Ooh. it? No, I'm not feeling it. But you're saying there's, it's coming, yeah. There's one in Scottsdale, Arizona, Nathan. Yes. What is that, nine hours away? I, don't know, I, got, I got nothing to do. Your truck's not going to make it. My Subaru. My, tr- my Oh, my truck will make it. Now I feel like it's a challenge. Oh, come so, on. No speedometer, so we're just going to guess uh, how fast. Yeah. I can't go too fast, really. I mean, it tops yeah. out at around 90. Well, shit. I'd uh, go out there with you guys. Throw you in the back oh, of the truck. That'd be fun. Oh. Yeah, because the ones at the grocery store just don't hit. They're not the same now. You have to have the uh, the hot flat top grill. Yeah. Uh, with a couple years of you know previous slider uh, creations, you know to lube it up. I looked it up. Also, Megan was right. Sixteen ounces is the amount of urine your body should hold, but that seems way too little. I don't believe that at all. When I was wrestling in high school, I literally took a five pound piss. <laughs> I weighed in beforehand, I went and uncorked, and then I came back (laughs) and told my coach, I was like, can I get back on the scale? And they were like, sure. And then it was five pounds. And it was a lot like when I pissed the bed, everyone was just like, what? How? All right. Let's go see this piss. (laughs) It was such a big deal that at the wrestling uh, banquet at the end of the year, my coach gave me a a five-gallon hot water bottle. And he was like, Sam knows what this is for. And then I was like, I pissed five pounds. And he was like, oh, I wasn't going to tell the story. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah that, it was uh, cool. I feel like maybe, uh, yeah, the the average boring human American that has a bladder. Sure. It's a little puny tap out ceiling is uh, 16 ounces. But I've pushed the boundaries. I've slammed a bunch of iced tea and then tried to go to bed and Later, uh, you wake up and you're, you know, you're maybe at 28 ounces, ready to go. Well, yeah. Also, like, who's getting up to piss every time they feel like they have to? What am I? Fucking Manute Bowl? 
I don't have the energy for that. <laughs> uh, I try not to uh, just hold it because it can turn uh, sour on you. Yeah, but that's kind of fun to kind of live on the edge. Makes your sides hurt. And then on the edge. <laughs> Uh-oh, Becker's back. Um, so I yeah, just I, sent Becker a photo of our new car. Yeah. Yes. He got the smaller Bronco Sport. We did. What? Yep. He did. He did not get the full size one. Sounds good. Becker, what do you think about this this car of ours? I I think it's pre, it's pretty good. Okay, great. He I hates think it. I think he they're very it. nice. No, I just I love the other one. This one's fine. It's all the same internals. Yeah, except it, for the other one gets four miles a gallon. <laughs> That's pretty good. The other one gets 23. No, no, it doesn't. Who owns one of these? You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Who who read about it more than just that one afternoon in the dealership? Yeah. Who did any amount of research whatsoever? Not me. (laughs) Whose wife wife stepped foot onto the lot and said, we're not leaving here without a Bronco. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I underplayed it. The big one gets us 25, 28, and 26 combined. Interesting. And this one yep. gets 48. I, wow. No way. <laughs> it does not. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Emily, uh, Emily called me while I was on the road and she's like, hey, good news. My lease has been expired for three weeks. I have to get a new car today or they're going to send me to jail. So <laughs> That's how goes, that works. huh? She goes to the dealership at like 6 p.m. when she gets off work. And, you know, she walks in there wearing a hat that says, sell me a Bronco. (laughs) (laughs) You know, her her shirt says, uh, OJ didn't do it, but the car still rules. (laughs) And she calls me. She's like, I got to call my three-year-old husband. And she's like, uh, she's like, hey, they want to sell me a Bronco, but I don't want one. And I was like, well, then don't get one. And then an hour later, she sends me a photo of her in the Bronco. What happened? I don't know what happens with these broads. These skirts are mental, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel I wasn't going to try to denigrate anybody, but that is the model they, they released so that they could sell them to women. Whoa. Wow. It's a marketing thing. It's not a sexist thing. Women want different things than men want out of cars. Yeah, well, this one does have a uh, – the, the gear shift is a 12-inch cock, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a detachable, huge Randy Hogg. <laughs> uh, Damn, sign she, me up. It's me cool, a, man. She also a test drive. You, well, yeah, you can, you can ride around in it, Lund. It has a seat in the back for you. <laughs> um but yeah she, i don't know if you can read the novelty plates but she got them and it says doctor your face or mine so that's cool <laughs> uh, i never really understood your face or mine instead of your place or mine right so people would say your place or mine that was a thing mm-hmm. when would they say that uh, that's when that's right before you seal the deal. <laughs> that's when you. That's when it's a uh, you know it's a it's a buzzer beater of a an attempt to uh, get somebody. And you really are you mean your place or mine? You're trying to get out of uh, somewhere and go somewhere a little more private. And uh, so yeah, but instead of going with the traditional the expectation, oh your place or mine, you throw in a curveball. This is like a hot topic kind of a move <laughs> where you kind of. <laughs> 
think outside of the, the, the normal expectations that society has built and you say, your face or mine? Oh, boy. Talk about a benign violation. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great theory. <laughs> <laughs> you've, turned, you've turned the whole dating world on its head. Not a bad move. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. My dad would always be like, hey, your face or mine, right, fellas? And I never got it. <laughs> he'd be like, you know, like we'd be about to start like our, you know, our T-ball game. And he'd be like, all right, let's get out there and win, guys. And remember, your face or mine. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Go for a high five with a five-year-old. And then uh, when the kid tries to high five, he just smushes their face. That was a good Dave T move. Was he coaching the T-ball the team? My dad coached like every team I was on until eighth grade. How does how do you do that? You just are the dad that refuses to, to back down. <laughs> yeah, so he camped out in front of the uh, Elizabeth Youth Baseball Association longer than anyone else. It was a radio promotion that he won. <laughs> no, he so who was it? <laughs> he, yeah, he drank the most urine. Dan Peters was our <laughs> baseball coach, but Dan and my dad were friends, so my dad got to be the third base coach. And he, he, all he did was just the ZZ Top thing. He would just wave you around everybody, <laughs> all the time. Everybody was headed home for sure. All the time, dude. We won. I mean, <laughs> I was only on winning teams. I'll say that. You killed four different catchers because everybody <laughs> was just going in head first. Exactly. The Andrew Lowering. Willie Memorial game was always a big one. Lowering the boom. <laughs> like, listen, this kid's not holding on to shit, so hit him hard. <laughs> this kid's a total pussy. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's dad just died, so he's real vulnerable. Yeah. Even if he catches that ball, he's not holding on to it if you hit him right in the chest. Hey, look, it's his grieving widow. Hey, Sheila, your face or mine? <laughs> Everybody eats, fellas. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, and then he, he coached our basketball team, and then he coached our football team, and we never lost a football game. We were the best. How? <laughs> I guess I guess it's uh, it just works itself out naturally that uh, – I'm the best. Some, some dads – what? That I'm the best. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. And this metamucil is going to help. Some dads couldn't care less. My dad never went to a game. If he could have made it, he would have passed anyway. <laughs> no interest at all. Just the, the brutally honest, listen, I don't want to watch a bunch of kids. You know, I, I want you to have a good time or whatever. You seem to enjoy sports. Good luck to you. I hope you get a goal or catch an out or whatever the fuck. But, you know, he was an adult man with adult tastes, and he could not give a shit about little kids learning how to play sports. So never went, you know. Uh, my mom would drop me off. She had other shit to do. So I'm out there hoping I don't get, you know, touched or leered at by anybody. And uh, I don't think I did. I mean, it could be repressed way deep down, and maybe it comes out, maybe it doesn't, but... I think I escaped unscathed and I did. I, uh, and so, you know, there were the other dads that were more than willing to uh, be there. I think one of my friend's dads loved it so he could just get hammered and be outdoors and support his son. <laughs> so he would, he would be multitasking out there, you know, getting plowed. And then, uh, <laughs> then like you say, sending everybody home. Uh, yeah. every, everybody's fouling out if they have to. <laughs> We're, we're going hard in the paint and uh shit yeah there was 
it just worked itself out. We were never uncoached. There was always somebody or some couple of dads that wanted to hang out several times a week, so they would uh, make it make it happen. Yeah, I mean, we were we were lucky that way. I mean, Emily's Emily's parents were very involved. Oh, fucking listen to this. Speaking of you not getting molested, uh, <laughs> so we were. <laughs> We were in Detroit over the weekend for Susu's first birthday. Shout out Susu. And uh <laughs> she's a chubby chaser. <laughs> she is, yeah. <laughs> also we're the same age. I'm one, she's one, it's cool. <laughs> so uh we get along. But yeah, Emily, it's revealed that Emily went through a phase when she was like twelve where she only wanted to drink out of baby bottles. <laughs> like she had this weird phase where she was just drinking out of baby bottles and it lasted for like you know maybe six months or whatever and emily was like we don't need to talk about it and later on <laughs> i i was with emily's mother suzanne uh, susan and i was like so hey what's up with this whole thing about emily drinking out of baby bottles for a while <laughs> when she was a teen and she's like i don't know it's a phase she was probably molested or something whoa <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Throws it out there and then just goes to get another slice of cake. Yeah, and then so she's just laughing. Jesus. About it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Are you serious?" She's like, "No." But who knows? We're having, we're having fun at a child's first birthday party. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Can you uh, sweep some more?" I swept the whole weekend. It sucked. Well, yeah, they gotta they gotta get something out of you with all the food that you're gonna make disappear. I was. I was shoving in my butt. That's why I need the Metamucil. <laughs> hey, guys, speaking of Metamucil, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Metamucil, everyone. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're going to go too far like uh, a first-timer eating edibles, and all of a sudden you're going to think you're going to die. I've crossed the precipice already, man. My stomach's been hurting. You're not worried about it. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you got to give a shit. Your I legs, will. And I, your legs are going to fall asleep on the toilet. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, yeah, well, it happens to you all the time because you're on there, you know, Facebooking. <laughs> it's when I read my David Foster Wallace articles from 2002. Nathan, anything you'd like to plug a lug? Well, uh... We should mention that we, uh, you know, we, we haven't had a free episode every week, but we've been loyal and dedicated to our Patreon uh, followers, our supporters. And some of those Patreons are hot fire. Max Beasley has listened to every episode, and he said that our, uh, our Patreon episode from Monday was the funniest episode yet. Uh, it was a Sam Heavy episode, so let's get that uh, out of the way. If you're a big Sam head, then you're, you're going to love it. <laughs> if you're more, of, if you're more of, a, of a Lund kind of a guy, uh maybe it won't be your favorite but it was very very funny uh, yeah if, you, if you've got salmonella poisoning that was the cure so go <laughs> ahead and uh get on the patreon man chubby behemoth patreon.com slash chubby behemoth get on there sign up um we've got maybe 30 uh patreon episodes so if you're caught up on the free ones you've got almost twice as many uh waiting for you just sitting there simmering in their own juices ready for you to devour uh and i think uh becker was saying i think we're past 72 episodes so that's like three days worth of content uh for a newcomer so dive on in the water's fine but some of those early episodes are great because we were uh in the same room uh we i mean god we started with just every story in our uh, entire lives 
ready for the picking. So, you know, there's some, there's some uh, fresh fruit in those early episodes. Some real. Yeah, for all you rotten vegetables. Yeah, get back there for you shivos. <laughs> uh, snap, snap out of it. And, and hey, uh, if you are currently in a coma and your loved ones are playing this to try and bring you back, just say goodbye. Just give up, all right? <laughs> the world's a vampire. Uh, I'm in Vegas, April 21st. That's tomorrow at the Taco Dive Bar or whatever the fuck it is. So go see that. Oh, hell yeah, that's going to be a nightmare. I know it's going to be bad, but I'm staying at the Nugget in Old Town. Uh, I'm going to take this check and just fucking blow it at the blackjack tables. I'm super stoked to do a lot of gambling and smoke some cigs. So <laughs> uh, come out and see that. Save me from myself. And then next weekend, Becker, where are we next weekend? Uh, Trinidad, Colorado at the Southwest Chief comedy fest hell it's called, yeah it's just called the chief now but uh you're stuck in 2019 that's fine yeah we're, we're updated brand new we don't want to get sued by amtrak so it's just the chief uh comedy and bicycle festival so you can uh, watch a bicycle tell some racist jokes and then you can ride a comedian around town and check out or <laughs> simpson's rest it is yeah. gonna be uh, a great time uh next weekend so if you're in Denver, it's three hours on the 25. On I'll be driving down. Excuse me. On Interstate 25, as Sam <laughs> likes to say. He likes to say the whole thing to make sure that, you know, you're on the right road. Uh, Lund, Lund, when you said on the Patreon episode about how unexcited you were for most of the lineup, man, that's been cracking me up. I did not say for most of the lineup. <laughs> you, said for, you said for 95% of the lineup, you were going to be in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you better bring some metamucil down so that it's interesting in there well i never met a musil i didn't like <laughs> uh, actually i lived with one for like four years but that's neither here nor there oh yeah wait uh, denver we're i'm coming to you uh may 7th for lucha libre and laughs me and sam will reunite call some wrestling matches jordan Dahl is headlining uh so Come on down. We'll call Nick Gossard a pervert to his face and accuse him of, uh, you know, crimes against humanity and <laughs> zoomanity. Maybe Jordan uh, will have us on his podcast. Oh, wait. He definitely won't. What's, <laughs> the na- what's it called? Uh, <laughs> it's almost heroes, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's <laughs> telling you to come take a seat on the bench. Please. Uh, <laughs> We got two shows, and I think there's a, a couple tickets left for each of those shows May 7th. So please uh, come, and uh, we'll make it worth your while. We'll put you through a table. Yeah, and the words of what everyone's thinking, who cares? <laughs> <laughs>